Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on and welcome back to The Nothing Show. I'm your host Clay and tonight is going to be episode number 45 of The Nothing Show. Today we're going to be going over the AFC North 2021 season outlook. We've done this for five other divisions that includes the AFC and NFC East, AFC and NFC West, and the NFC North. And now we'll be doing the AFC North. So this is division six out of eight. So uh, if you haven't listened to those ones, go back and listen. Those have been the past five weeks. And let's get started with this episode. So we're going to be going over the Ravens, Steelers, Browns, and Bengals. We're just going to be going really in depth what I'm expecting this this next year and talk about maybe their draft picks, who I think their MVP will be, and just kind of overall expectations. I'm going to be making a record prediction for all of these teams. So we're going to go fourth place to first place from last season. So it's going to go Bengals, Browns, Ravens, Steelers in that order. Let's get started with the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals were a really interesting team going into the 2020 season because they had just selected number one overall pick quarterback Joe Burrow out of LSU. And he was a ton of fun to watch. And he was really, really good until he got injured, you know, midway through the season. He got injured against the Washington football team and unfortunately tore his ACL. But up until that point, he was really, really good. He was making passes, you know, to AJ Green, T Higgins, Tyler Boyd. He had a really, really strong year. And I feel like that's overshadowed by Justin Herbert, the other rookie quarterback who won Offensive Rookie of the Year. You know, a lot of it was because he was able to play the whole year and longevity is something to consider. But I don't think Joe Burrow is injury prone. I don't think anyone really thinks that. It was just a bad hit that he took and unfortunately did get injured. But he's going to be back strong, strong next season. I think he's a legitimate contender for Comeback Player of the Year. And the offensive line is upgraded. Now, That gets back to my next point, which is about the offensive line, because a lot of people thought with the fifth overall pick in the 2021 NFL draft, they'd go Panay Sewell, offensive tackle out of Oregon, who is considered by most to be the best offensive tackle in the draft. They didn't. They went wide receiver with Jamar Chase out of LSU, and a lot of people disagreed with that. They did, however, go offensive line in the second round, so they made up for it a bit, but, you know, it's tough. If Jonah Williams is coming back from injury, He was their first round pick a few years ago, and he hasn't played very much. He's been injured more games than he's played. So if he can stay healthy and their their offensive line as a whole can stay healthy, then, you know, I think that this this team could actually go places. This is a strong team with a strong offense. They've got Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase and T Higgins as their their main offense. And that's that's a strong team. As long as this offensive line can hold up, the offense will not be the issue. The issue will be the defense. Their best player is definitely Jesse Bates, who's really, really good. But other than that, in Trey Hendrickson, they don't have many stars. So they're going to need some younger guys to step up, especially, you know, the first, second and third year players on defense. And in some of their free agent acquisitions, you know, Von Bell was signed the other year, uh, last year. Chidobe Awuzie was just signed this year. So, you know, they have potential, but this the main issue is the division. They're in a division with the Ravens, Steelers, and Browns. Ravens and Browns are both commonly thought to be playoff teams, and the Steelers are kind of a fringe team. And I don't think the Bengals are better than any of those three teams. They could be better than the Steelers, but I don't really see a 2021 season where the Bengals are better than the Browns or Ravens. And for that reason, I'm going to have to give the Bengals kind of a bad record prediction. I'd say they go about... Mm, five and 12, maybe six and 11, maybe seven and 10. It's going to be tough for them. I think they're going to be a better team than that. 
They're going to really be in every game they play. Their offense is going to be great. They're going to have spectacular plays. But the main thing is the division. I don't see them beating the Browns twice, let alone once. I don't see them beating the Ravens twice, let alone once. And I don't see them beating the Steelers twice, let alone once. So there's three losses off the bat. If you take away three games, there's 14 games. If they go seven and seven in those games, they'll end with a, with a seven and ten record. So I'm going to go seven and ten. You know, the math isn't quite that simple. I don't actually think they'll split every game with the Steelers, Browns, and Ravens, but I think seven and ten is is a better record for them and will be a more successful season than it may appear on paper. I really expect a strong year from Joe Burrow. I think the young receivers like T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Jamar Chase are going to feast. So this is going to be a fun team to watch. They're, they're still rebuilding. You know, they're getting ready to contend maybe in a year or two. But Zach Taylor is going to have to prove that he's the head coach there. And if he's not, they'll make a, a hire in the offseason. They'll, they'll, fire, uh, they'll fire their head coach, get a hire. And then next year, I think that they'll be ready to compete. So Bengals, 7-10 is my prediction. Next up, the Browns. The Browns, in my opinion, are the third best team in the AFC. I'd have them below the Bills and Chiefs. But this is a really, really, really strong team. I love this team. I love what they did rebuilding over, you know, the past three years, assembling a really, really strong roster. And I'm ready for Baker Mayfield to take this next step into a championship team in comparison to a playoff team, which they were in 2020. So this is a strong roster. One of the best ones in the NFL, probably top five. They got Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, Austin Hooper, Harrison Bryant, David Njoku all at skill positions on offense. So, And then don't get me started on the offensive line. This is the best offensive line in football. They've got Jedrick Wills, Joel Batonio, Wyatt Teller, and Jack Conklin. Three of those guys were pro bowlers or all pros in the 2020 season. So spectacular offense. The offense isn't really a question. The question is the defense, which was about average last year. They had Miles Garrett and, and Denzel Ward, but that was about it. In the offseason, they added Jadavion Clowney, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, and John Johnson. So, oh, sorry. And they added Greg Newsom with the first round pick. So this is a really, really strong team on defense now. It's just a question of if the first year players are going to be able to step up and bring them to the next level. And I genuinely think they can. Jeremiah Usukoromoa is an instant playmaker at linebacker. He's going to be really good for them. He doesn't need, you know, he's not going to just come into his own in the second half of the season. He's going to be ready to play week one and make some some game-changing plays for them. And then Greg Newsome just strengthens that secondary with Denzel Ward and John Johnson. This is going to be a really good defense. So I see this team winning the AFC North. I think they're a lot better than the Steelers. And, you know, a sign- not a lot better than the Ravens, but, like, they're clearly better than the Ravens, in my opinion. They just have so much more talent. And so because of that, I'm going to have them with a really strong record. I'd say 12-5 and five is very fair. They are probably going to lose a game to the Ravens, and they might lose one to the Steelers, but this this team is so good. I really like this team. I think that they could win the Super Bowl. I don't think that they will. I'd pick the Bucks over them. I'd pick the Bills and Chiefs over them, but they're right up there. They're, they're probably a top-four team in the NFL, and they proved that they can win a playoff game against the Steelers. So I really like this team, and I think that they're going to go places in the 2021 season. Not to mention, Kevin Stefanski, coach of the year, he's going to be back wanting more in the playoffs since he didn't get the playoff win. He had COVID or at least was not able to coach in the game against the Steelers. So he's going to be hungry for his first playoff win. This is a really fun, young and exciting team to watch. And I can't wait to see what happens this year. Next up, the Baltimore Ravens. 
The Ravens had a bit of a successful season in the sense that they won a playoff game with Lamar, but they're pretty much perennial playoff contenders, uh, Super Bowl contenders, rather, and they never really seem to get it done. So with them losing in the in the divisional round, that wasn't a very great showing for them. I think if they had beaten the Bills, then it would have been a successful year, but they didn't. So, you know, they've got the strong offense with Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, and then wide receiver room did struggle last year, but they've got Marquise Brown, Sammy Watkins, and Rashad Bateman. Sammy Watkins and Rashad Bateman were new additions this offseason, so they got a lot better at receiver, which is good. They still have Mark Andrews. They've got a strong offensive line with Ronnie Stanley and Alejandro Villanueva and Ben Cleveland. So this is a strong offense because they're really good at rushing, but throwing, they're not very good. I expect them to get better because Lamar Jackson is going into now his what well, he's going into his fourth year. Wow. So uh, expecting a big year from him passing just because of these new receivers that the Ravens have for him. Defense was one of this team's biggest strengths. You know, they've got Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, Patrick Queen, Calais Campbell. So it's it, this is a strong roster. I don't think that they're going to be as good as the Browns. They'll probably go about 11 and 6 and get a wild card spot, maybe 10 and 7. Um, but I don't think this is going to be a great team like they've been in the past two years, even three years, actually. They've had three years of strong success, just not in the playoffs, unfortunately. So, you know, you know, once again, there's not too much to say about this team. They didn't change too much. You know, they added to positions of need like wide receiver. They did trade away Orlando Brown to the Chiefs because he wanted to play left tackle and they had Ronnie Stanley. So they got a first-round pick, and that first-round pick was used to, to select uh, edge rusher Jason Owe out of Penn State. So once again, this team is, is is good, not great in my opinion. They do have Lamar Jackson, who's just such a great playmaker, so you really can't count them out. However, they lost um, Matt Judon in free agency to the Patriots, and so I don't see this team being quite as good as they usually are. They've had a ton of success recently, but unfortunately, I'm expecting them to be a playoff team, but... This is probably going to be another wild card exit at probably around 10 and 7, 11 and 6. So uh, I'm, I'm rooting for them just because I like Lamar Jackson, but it does feel like they're stagnating, getting a little worse. Their, you know, their super exciting rushing game isn't quite getting it done for them anymore. And the, it might be time for them just to, you know, make a few big trades and get this offense where it needs to be because they, they can't keep running the ball the way they have because it's getting predictable and it hasn't seen them much success in the postseason in the past few years. So once again, I'd, I'd say 10-7 and 7 for the Ravens. And lastly, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers were a really interesting team in the 2020 season. They, it looked like Big Ben was having a, a career year, basically an up year over his past few seasons. And Juju and Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson were all having strong years. The defense was great. Minka Fitzpatrick was great. TJ Watt was a defensive player of the year candidate. And... They were 8-0. They were undefeated halfway through the season, and then Washington came and spoiled their parade in Pittsburgh. And after that, they lost to the Bills the next week, and they kind of fell apart. They ended up going 12-4, and but it was not a good year for them by any means. I think if you ask most, they'd say it started off great and then it ended disappointing, uh, ended as a big disappointment because they lost to the Browns in the wildcard round. So I, they, they lost some players in free agency. Uh, Bud Dupree is a big one. But with that being said, they added Najee Harris. And this is a really, really big draft acquisition for the Steelers because the reason that they they slid in the second half of the season was because people figured them out. 
they were, uh, you know, snap the ball, pass, get it out, and then rely on your defense team, but they had no running game. James Conner didn't play well. Benny Snell didn't play well. This was by no means a good running game. In fact, it was one of the worst in the NFL. So when you add Najee Harris, a first-round pick out of Alabama, who had an incredible tenure as a member of the Crimson Tide, when you plug him into this offense with, you know, this solid offensive line, it's, it's about a it's about an average offensive line, maybe a little bit above average. What happens when you add him and then still have these wide receivers and this strong defense? We're going to see what happens. Marquise Pouncey retired, so this team lost a big member there. However, I could see this team being good if Najee Harris is that guy. He's going to be good no matter what. I don't think there's any way he's a bust. He's just so dynamic. The issue, the, the, the question is whether or not he can take this team to where they need to be, you know, the playoffs, competing for the championship. Personally, I don't think he can. I think that this team has too many holes. They, they're not great at the offensive line position. Their tight end position is pretty good. Their receiver position is great. Running back, good. Quarterback, that's the issue. What's going to happen if Big Ben has a bad season? They don't have, you know, they've got Mason Rudolph. They've got Dwayne Haskins. Neither of them are their long-term solutions. So you, if, if Big Ben can't get it done, it's just another wasted year playing around him where they could have been rebuilding. They could have gotten a new quarterback. It's just another wasted year. And they're paying him quite a lot of money. So on defense, I think they're good. They're, they're, they're really, really strong on defense. They've got Cameron Hayward, Stephon Tuitt, TJ Watt, Robert Spillane, Devin Bush, Joe Hayden, just signed Melvin, Melvin Ingram from the Chargers, Cameron Sutton, Minka Fitzpatrick, Terrell Edmonds. That's a strong defense, probably top five. But on offense, it's really a question of if Ben Roethlisberger and the offensive line can get it done even if Najee Harris plays well. So to me, this team's a 9-8 and eight team until I know that Najee Harris can really not just pad the stats, but if he can actually get them wins. We'll see. This, this is a really, really fickle record prediction. I could change this really early on in the season, as early as probably week three or four, if I see that this team is really emerging. But as of right now, I just can't bank on a rookie running back basically carrying this team because if he doesn't do well, Big Ben and the wide receivers and the tight ends aren't going to do well. So we'll see what happens. I'm saying 98 for the Steelers, but, you know, I'm never counting the Steelers out with their head coaching situation. Mike Tomlin has been too good recently. He's never had a losing season as a Pittsburgh Steeler. I don't expect that to change. So at minimum, I have them going 98. I'm going to move that up as I see how Najee Harris does. So that's it for today. I have the Browns winning the AFC North. Then I've got the Ravens, Steelers, and Bengals. I think that the Bengals are going to be good in the future as long as they can build around Joe Burrow properly. Same with the Ravens, but I do think that they're they're stagnating. And then the Steelers seem to be at kind of the end of the Big Ben era. We'll see if they'll get uh, a future replacement at QB. So with that, I want to thank you all so much for listening. This is Clay from The Nothing Show. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Next week is going to be the NFC South. And then the week after that, we'll do the AFC South. So once again, thank you all so much. I will see you all next week.